Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to Second Wind. As usual, it's always a treat for me to have you listening to this show. And you're going to love this show. But I have a question for you. How many of you believe that in the very beginning of your life, you've made decisions that will affect you throughout your life? Well, we're going to hear from our guests today about whether that is or isn't true. Are any of you in agreement? Are you not in agreement? Well, our guest is Rebecca Kirsten. And she is a transformational coach and an Akashic Record Practitioner, committed to raising her clients' levels of awareness so that they can live in alignment with their soul's purpose in authenticity, authenticity, we laughed over this one, authenticity and their truth. Now, Rebecca's toolkit includes intuitive insights, and the Akashic Records to help clients know themselves at a deeper level. With her support, clients can begin to shift the areas of their lives where they are playing small and hiding their light. Rebecca is fascinated with the understanding human potential has. She has an executive MBA and a background in psychology, human development, and family studies. Her mission is to help clients feel fully alive, deeply connected, and create a life that truly matters. Rebecca works with clients via readings, coaching sessions, workshops, and programs. Now, on the softer side of Rebecca, she lives in North Georgia Mountains with her husband, Joel, and her feline fur babies, which I think would be cats. In her free time, she pursues the exploration of expanding one's potential, communing with nature, adventure trips, and living life to the fullest. Welcome, Rebecca. We're delighted you're going to come share with us your knowledge today. Hello, Joyce. Super happy to be here with you. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Tell us about the um, Akashic Record pr- Practitioner. What is that? The Akasha Records. What is that? Yeah. So the Akashic Records are an energetic database that surround us that contain the totality of who we are. So every thought, every emotion, every action we've ever taken, it's all stored in the Akasha. Um, And when you look at 
the ancient Vedas, they actually considered this energy called the ether upon which all other elements are inscribed. So the Akasha is an energetic database. It's also referred to as the Book of Life mm-hmm. and is in folklore, myth, throughout the Old and New Testaments, and really traceable back to the Semitic people, the Arabs, the Syrians, the Hebrews, and the Babylonians. But they all had this belief there was the, that there was in existence a celestial tablet that really contains the history of humankind and all manner of spiritual information. And so the Akashic Records, it's the living field of intelligence that surrounds us. It is the divine. It is source. It is life. Mm -hmm. And it is informing us about who we are, who we are becoming, and it is storing all information about our lives because it's energy and the way that our universe works is through vibration and sound. So Mm -hmm. all of our thoughts and emotions and actions we take create an energetic ripple effect that gets essentially captured and stored in the Akasha. So a practitioner can access the Akasha, Mm -hmm. um, much like the internet. If I were to go to Google and say, let me learn everything I can about Joyce Buford. um, Mm -hmm. I would be able to, access information about you at a deeper level, what your purpose is, what your life lessons are, what are some of the things that represent your highest potential in this life, and also looking at the blocks that you have in terms of limitations. What are some of the Mm. karmic patterns that you've carried Mm -hmm. forward from previous existences that are blocking you? Mm -hmm. Because those need to be healed. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what the Akashic Records allows you to do is to really – go deep um, and, and look at that, your life from a bigger perspective. Because I think a lot of times we're like the ant in the anthill, but mm-hmm. we don't have that eagle eye view. And so when you get that 100-foot view, it just opens up so much more possibility. Oh, I can see that. Now, it doesn't always, so <clears throat> I could learn from that that previous life we can bring in with us uncompleted uncompleted things or things that have affected our lives into this life and we may still be working through them is that what you're saying yes so the way it works is we have cause and effect mm-hmm. choice and consequence and that's mm-hmm. what the akasha is it's a giant database of cause and effect mm-hmm. and so If you look at the word karma, a lot of times people think it's about penance or I have to suffer for some wrong I've done. And that's really Mm -hmm. not what it is. It is literally a universal energetic mechanism by which a choice creates a consequence. So how it works is we come into a physical experience. We're coming to know ourselves. We're making all of these choices. And then when we transition out of this lifetime, we don't get a blank slate. We are ongoing energy. So the choices Mm -hmm. that we've made here, we're still dealing with those consequences when we transition over. Most of us leave here with unfinished business, so we're Mm going to come back into another physical experiences in an attempt to bring healing to those things that are left unresolved. So, yes, it's it's continual. It's never-ending. And that's what's so amazing is that we're continually expanding and growing. Our soul is never going to get to a point where we say, oh, I'm done. I'm just going to hang out here and wait for this life to be over. (laughs) Oh, darn. 
So, all right. <laughs> so, all right. So, I'm hearing that to um, continue work on some other finished business would mean uh-huh. that we would physically come back into this life, where uh-huh. usually I get a lot of comfort from knowing that when one dies, one moves into another realm, and yet uh-huh. they're not gone, but they're in another room. And for me, that has been tremendous, tremendous help in um, allowing me to let loved ones pass on, you know, but you're also saying that when we pass, we may still have some issues that we will come back to work on in our next life. Is that right? Yeah. Look at, look at the in between lives or, um, you know, uh, lives between lives as a resting station where you reconnect in with your soul group. You get to review mm. your Akashic record. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at the choices I made. And what would have happened if I would have made this different choice? And what would have mm-hmm. happened if I would have shown up differently? It's a way for you to look at this holographic picture book to look at all the different fractals. Cause every choice you make creates a fractal of opportunity. But you can also put yourself into a little box because you have chosen limitation for yourself or disempowerment or obligation and sacrifice, which is how a lot of people live their entire lives. So when you're in that resting station, you're back into a connection to source energy, you're back into Mm -hmm. unity consciousness, Mm -hmm. you're reunited with your spiritual committee, your guides, um, the councils and elders, you're getting to review what you couldn't see when you were in this physical experience, because we go Mm -hmm. through an uh, amnesic process, right? When you're Mm -hmm. in the womb, it's amniotic fluid. There's amnesia Mm. there. You don't Mm -hmm. have a remembering. Part of the journey is for you to continue to step into knowing who you are through the Mm -hmm. experiences that life brings you. So Mm -hmm. in that space in between, when you're reconnected back to source, there's a lot of ahas that you have. And then you get to mm-hmm. plan your next physical experience. So you get, you get a lot of enthusiasm. It's like, oh, I get another opportunity to go back down there <laughs> and to do it differently next time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, I have this running through my mind, so I'm going to ask it. When, sure. How about, all right, if I come into this lifetime with unfinished business then what happens to me now that in this life as i had i'm thinking in this birth family that i have been in because of interactions in in line of i was the younger daughter of two daughters how does that react to Is it my decisions or is it my upbringing that will affect how I will play out my adult life? Um, Do you understand the question? I do. And it's, it's, it's yes to all. It's all of it. So what happens is your soul comes into a physical incarnation. Mm -hmm. You have an energy around you that's called your golden web and it has Mm -hmm. your, your blueprint, who you are at soul level, but it also Mm -hmm. has, all of those karmic patterns, those blocks and restrictions from previous choices that you've made. So you're going to be in a family that you've chosen before you came in who is vibrationally aligned to you, meaning the choices you've made previously, how you've chosen to show up 
Those will affect the family that you come into. So I came into a family. There wasn't a lot of love and support and nurturing. Mm -hmm. Because part of my journey was for me to have a void of self-love and a void of worth so that I would have a really deep desire to come to know myself in such a way to where I would even be open to something Mm -hmm. like the Akashic Mm -hmm. Record. Mm -hmm. I needed to have that desire. So Mm -hmm. your family of origin is is really helping you, even though you might not be able to see it while you're in it, because I'll tell you, it was it was not a fun experience for me. And I was a very sensitive child, and the environment was very critical. But it has allowed me to develop into the level of confidence and empowerment I had today through contrast. So yes. we can experience so much through the contrast. So you mm-hmm. are making decisions when you're a child, but you've made decisions in other lives that you're still dealing with those consequences. That's why I'm saying mm-hmm. yes to all. Okay. Yes, you have made decisions. Yeah. You, you're not yeah. just Joyce Buford, and that's the totality of you. That's just your physical experience now. You are the soul that chose to partner to have Joyce Buford as a companion, right? So mm-hmm. um, it's all of it. It's the choices you're making as you're going through childhood, young adulthood. You're really stepping into your empowerment. But mm-hmm. it's the totality of you. It's all influencing. Everything matters. Everything matters. Well, I just had this thought, Rebecca. I don't. Ha- my soul doesn't have a name, does it? It goes with whatever name I have chosen for the life I'm in, right? Um, you know, I bet if, because we actually can connect into our higher self and we can have dialogue, we can mm-hmm. have, how, however you receive information intuitively. For me, it's unclear audience, so I can, mm-hmm. I can have dialogue. And I can mm-hmm. do that for my clients. I can connect mm-hmm. in with our higher self. But... Um, You know, some of us might see images. Some of us might have feelings or feel things. Um, You know, I I do believe the soul actually does have a name because Mm -hmm. in between lifetimes, when we go back to connect in with source, Mm -hmm. um, there can be a name that's associated with our soul in that in between lives. So, Mm -hmm. um I think there can mm-hmm. there can be that. And I don't think it's across the board. You know, I think sometimes mm-hmm. it's just an energetic signature, just like with yeah. our guides. They don't necessarily have a name. Sometimes they have an energetic signature that they go by. Because really, right. what is in the name? I mean, that's fleeting. So, um, isn't, that, yeah, it's, isn't that interesting what one, what one person thinks about that another doesn't? I'm sure my audience out there is thinking their own questions of how – how would this work in my life? And that's when they need to call you, which we're going to give you, you <laughs> give you Rebecca's information, because this is so new to me, as I'm sure it is to many of you out there, that you must have questions because we're it's fascinating what we are learning about the brain, the 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 different levels, the pre, this is just all so interesting. And I just so love that we've come to that place that there are those people more open to accepting that there's still those that are not, and that's fine. There's no judgment going on here, but being open is sometimes a growth step. Um, 
And so I'm just so excited that Rebecca could be with us today. But I'm also curious, Rebecca, how what was it in your life that became the defining moment where you you knew you had to reach outside of yourself to find some contentment? Yeah, um, that's a great question. So when we were talking earlier about how some of these timelines are set up for us or pivotal moments in our life, you know, not necessarily how we respond to them because we have free will, but those, those situations or those events can absolutely be set up ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So for me, I wasn't, um, you know, I didn't come in being open to metaphysics. So right. it's been a journey. Right. And, and people mm-hmm. ask that, what led you to the Akashic Records? Mm-hmm. I grew up in a family where there was a lot of um, very repressive, uh, organized religion. It was very restrictive. Mm-hmm. And so that was what I had been exposed to. We studied the Old Testament. It, it um, was very strict. Well, in my 20s, I went to college. And I was really happy to, because I've always had an open mind, mm-hmm. I was really happy to absorb learning and going deeper with that. But I was on the track to do what? our families have taught us, which is you become educated, you get a job, you get married, you have a child, rent, wash, Mm -hmm. repeat, start that process all (laughs) over again. You accumulate Mm -hmm. wealth, hopefully you retire, and then you slide Mm -hmm. into home base and, you know, move on. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was on that track. I had um, a, a good job working at a software development company as a business manager. I was married. Um, and I became pregnant and I had a little girl and she Mm -hmm. was, um, actually born premature at seven months and Mm -hmm. she passed away a couple weeks later because she caught a hospital born infection called pseudomonas, which creates sepsis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was one of those soul agreements that I was talking about because she became Mm -hmm. a spiritual catalyst for me. So I was 27 years old and I was really shaken, but I didn't know how to process the grief. Yep. I didn't have those tools. Mm -hmm. So I jumped into busying myself because that's a pattern that I have is, Oh, I'm Mm -hmm. going to be really busy and then I won't have to process this. So Mm -hmm. I decided to go into an executive MBA program two months later. So I enrolled. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the next two years I spent just focusing on my education and Mm -hmm. coming to know myself at a deeper level. And fast forward um, seven years, um, I had, after the graduation program, I started a business that Mm -hmm. I did for five years with my brother. We Mm -hmm. did um, high-end landscapes, focusing on transformation, but on the exteriors. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was feeling in my marriage that I had a lot of growth and expansion, but he wasn't on the same trajectory as me. And I was feeling a lot of pain about staying in that relationship because I knew it wasn't serving me and it wasn't serving him either. So in 2009, the housing market started to crash. I had really difficult decisions to make about leaving the marriage, um, pursuing mm-hmm. divorce, closing mm-hmm. that business. I had employees. I had, you know, 
hundreds of thousands of dollars invested in this business. And I made the decision to step out of that because all of these structures that I had built for myself were were crumbling around me. And Mm -hmm. uh, Joseph Campbell and Carolyn Mays talk about this as the hero's journey or the heroine's journey. You have these significant events happening that really start to get your attention. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I did get divorced. And then on a trip out to California, I reconnected with a friend of mine that I hadn't seen for many years. And I didn't know it, but her husband had had a near-death experience and had crossed over. And when he came back, he had the ability to um, communicate with those who crossed over. And again, I'd never no experience with metaphysics. I didn't know anything about it, but I went out to California and I visited my friend and I hadn't Mm -hmm. seen her since Aiden's death because we had gone our separate ways. And she was so impacted by that, that she became a neonatal intensive care room nurse and she worked at Stanford. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was really good to connect in with her, but it was a, a pivotal moment that changed the trajectory for the rest of my life because I sat with her husband and he's like, I have some, messages I want to share with you. And I'd never met this oh. person. I didn't know what he was oh didn't know what he was talking about. And we were having pizza. We were just having oh. lunch. And he's like, Do you mind if I share with you? And I was like, Well, I'm I'm open and you know, his wife is like doing the the drawing the line under her chin, like, No, don't do it. I don't know what you're getting ready to say to her, but don't do it. I don't know where she is spiritually or if she's open and yeah. um you know, and, and so he started talking and three hours of sharing information from Aiden and from two of my uncles who had passed. And it was so oh. profound. I just sat there and wept. Oh my I sat God. there and wept, but it was a, it was a little bit of a thumping over the head because it was get yourself together. Mm-hmm. You keep stepping into relationships that don't serve you. Mm-hmm. You're not doing your purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, you're living your life based on your ego and mm-hmm. you're not in alignment. And so it was a lot of more of a lecture, um, than me being nurtured and supported, but I needed to hear that <laughs> at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I really, I was really shaken, um, after that experience. Oh my gosh. And yes. Decided to take the next year to really pursue learning more about spirituality and metaphysics mm-hmm. and this whole world I knew nothing about mm-hmm. because I, I had been awakened Again, she was my spiritual catalyst. I'd been awakened to, there is more out there than, you know, and it's time mm-hmm. for you to step into my life lesson at the time was learning to go mm-hmm. deeper with that. So I took that very seriously and I took the next year. I was led um, to the Akashic records through an email that came into my inbox and there's all way, all these ways signs are coming to us and we're being mm-hmm. guided to the next step. Mm-hmm. And I found a practitioner, a mentor, and I jumped in to learn about the Akashic Records and the rest is history. That was five years ago um, that, wow. I, that I decided to, to pursue this as the course for my life. And, and that was the first time I'd ever felt like I was home, was mm-hmm. to really connect in with my purpose and to learn about how life is, is really unfolding and working for us and supporting mm-hmm. us. And, mm-hmm. and all of those things happened to, to get me on path. And mm. so that was, that was the catalyst for me. Wow. Well, I wish I'd been a little fly on the wall so I could have heard all of that. The, just the information that you must have received. I mean, did you, 
look at him in just astonishment that he was sharing such personal information with you and yet had never met you? Or had he met you? Uh, He had never met me. He knew nothing about me. So, Mm. yes, I was was weeping because... (laughs) Just the awe of how are you sharing this with me? He knew about Mm -hmm. my uncles, how they had passed away, um, how they showed up for me in life, what they meant to me, so many Mm -hmm. different things. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I was just astonished. It's almost like when you're having an out-of-body experience because you don't know what to do with it. You're not able to process it. Um, I was sitting there listening but part of me probably wasn't fully present because I was just in astonishment. Yeah. 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 I would say that would probably be a very natural um, reaction to that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, never having met this man. So it is so interesting. And so you spent now... You have on your also that you were a psychologist. You did some psychology work. Yeah, I'm not a psychologist because that would require a PhD. Although I did look into pursuing my PhD yeah. um, before I pursued the Akashic records, and and uh, I actually chose the track of of becoming an Akashic record practitioner versus going mm-hmm. back and, and getting my PhD. But uh, no, my background I have a bachelor's in psychology. Psychology, um, yeah. Yeah, and and my husband, this you'll find this interesting. My husband's a psychiatrist, so oh. um, <laughs> so psychology is all around me. I love it. I, I breathe it. I swim in it, and um, yeah, we we have a very psychologically minded household. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to give you a few seconds to talk about your fur babies that you mentioned here. You have how many fur babies? I've seen I them before. Have, yeah. On I them. have five children. Oh, no. <laughs> five yeah. fur babies. I have yep. five. And I, they're my, they are my children. Um, they're so loving and nurturing and supporting. And they are with me. They love to spend time with me in my mm-hmm. office when I'm in the records and I'm working. And, um, you know, I, I also believe that our animals, are part of our spiritual companions and they are teaching us so yep. much about our life. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things I also do is, is animal communication. And I just, mm-hmm. there's so many cool things that they are here to teach us yep. and to help us with and right. to guide us on our journey. And so each of them has deep significance for me in my life and have come into my life also in pivotal times mm-hmm. to really help me with the next phase of my journey. Right. And when we awaken to that and start to see the synchronicities there, it's super powerful. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm telling you, Rebecca, you have shared with us so much good information. I'm like needing this break because we're going to take a short break now and we'll be coming back to talk more of how Akashic Records can really bring us into and how Rebecca helps people transition through their lives with ease and purpose and gives them the reason for being here. So when we come back, we'll be visiting more with Rebecca. 
transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We are talking with Rebecca Curson this afternoon and this morning. And one of the things we've been really spending a lot of time on, of course, is the Akashic record. Um, That she is a practitioner and how that has changed and affected her life. Now, I want to ask you that you work with people to help them find alignment with their soul's purpose. So how does that do that using the tool that you have of the rec- of the records? How do you do that? When I, um, when I access someone's Akashic record, one of the key pieces of information I'm looking for is part of something called their divine soul blueprint. It is mm-hmm. the energetic essences that their soul is, is literally made up of. And there are eight different vibrational qualities that we all embody, but to varying degrees. So when I look mm-hmm. at your blueprint, Joyce, I can see what are some of these natural gifts that you have that are just a part of who you are. And these are aspects of divinity. So when we think about divinity, we think of compassion. We think of creativity and creation energy. We think of divine order, divine love and healing, divine self-expression, truth, power, and wisdom. And so when I access a person's record, I can go and look at what are the primary and secondary energies that are um, really abundant in, in their, their divine soul blueprint because those are going to be the natural gifts that they have in terms of how they show up. So I'll share with yeah. you what my soul's purpose is that mm-hmm. just colors every aspect of my life. I am divine love and healing, which is the natural healer. It's not even something I have to go do as um, 
to create a living. It is just who I am. I hold a space mm-hmm. for people. I nurture and support them. I am a cheerleader for them. I'm focused on transformation. I have a gift with relationships and being able to connect and to people. Mm-hmm. That's who I am. I also have the gift of divine self-expression. I am a spiritual teacher. I have a gift with the written and spoken word. I can be an incredible source of content to speak, to inspire others at the level of thought, to really change how they look at life. Those mm-hmm. are my gifts. Mm-hmm. So I have to choose, though, to do my divinity. So by knowing, first off, what it is, I can then go deeper with learning how to embody that. So how I show up in my life is I really want to be self-expressed. I want to nurture and support myself and others. Mm-hmm. Um, my primary primary life lesson um, is is self worth. I completed mm-hmm. the life lesson of learning. I'm now working on self worth. Mm-hmm. How to step into that for myself, and also how to help others self step into self worth. So all of these different aspects of who I am at soul level can show up for me because I can create the channels for that. I can create the vehicle. My business, being a transformational coach allows me to be in that divine self-expression. It allows me to be in divine love and healing because that's Mm -hmm. the nature of the work I do with people. But if Mm -hmm. I didn't know what those purposes were, I would be doing what a lot of people do is I would be drifting. I would be chasing my tail. I would be seeking. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have Mm -hmm. anything to anchor into. So by knowing that I can then weave that into all of the different life areas and how I show up so that I can be fully expressed. Mm-hmm. And that's a part of my purpose. So when you work with a client and you go into their record, do you, I know you see what they um, um, are, who they are. How do you give that to them? Do you help them through self-awareness self or do you actually give it to them in a report or how is that given to your clients? I know there's some direction that has to go on there. I mean, you know what I mean? Self-development. Yeah. Yeah. I have conversations with Mm -hmm. people. So Mm -hmm. I schedule a call on my conference line, Mm -hmm. and I have them show up. Um, I read for people all over the world. I don't need to know anything about them. Actually, the less I know about you, the better. Mm-hmm. And I have them just show up on the call. And then I proceed to share an hour and a half to two hours worth of information about what I see in your Akashic record, depending on the, the, the nature of what we're focusing on. The Akash is everything that ever has yeah. been or ever will be. It's the past, present, and future possibilities. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's a lot there. So I do have foundational readings that I share with people. Or if, if they um, want to do a complimentary discovery call, I can look and see, okay, this is where you are in your life. You're in a transition phase. You want to learn more mm-hmm. about your relationship or you want yeah. to explore life situation. Then I can guide them on what, what reading would be most effective for them and helping mm-hmm. them shift into the next um, piece on their journey so that they yeah. can step into more empowerment. Um, but Which, I do that via a call. But you can also do just have the call, the hour and a half to two hour call um, yeah. from a person that calls you. 
without going to the pre pre visit. Now, if there were listeners out there that wanted to do the pre call so that they would be able to get information, they want they want to grow and progress and find their purpose. How would that be? What would they? Where would they go? to find that they can place their information for you to find them? Sure. My website has a ton of information. It's www.yoursacredtruth.com. And mm-hmm. there is a contact box on there. Or you can send me an email directly at Rebecca at yoursacredtruth.com. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. So, and... The of course the um compliment, the the pre conference is complimentary and then um what is it for a reading or a hour and a half to two hour reading or I don't know what to call it. Is it record <laughs> reading? I don't know what to call it, Rebecca. Okay, so you can call it a session, you can call it a reading, you can call it a consultation. Um, oh. It's funny, why? I'm just curious, Joyce, um, because I love to get feedback from people. What about the word reading do you have energy around? I'm just curious. Oh, I don't have any energy around it. I just never okay. thought about using that as what you did. Oh, okay. Well, the reason it's called a reading is because I'm reading your Akashic Record and then I'm sharing it with you. So, Mm -hmm. you know, session, consultation, I just use the word reading um, because I am am reading and sharing it with you. Right. Okay. No, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I was just checking in because sometimes people think of the word reading and they associate it with, intuitives or psychics and there's so much judgment around so much in the metaphysical world yeah Um, so if it makes a person feel better to call it a consultation i'm open to that it's you know yeah sometimes you think about the reading as reading your hand or reading some you know when you go to the fair sometimes you see those people at fairs and things so anyway no i'm you know i've always loved to do that i was always at our little country fair i was always at the front of the line getting my re- <laughs> so <laughs> that's awesome i know so anyway um you asked about at, price let me answer that for you yeah so price. the prices vary so there's two that i have that are foundational um, the, the prices vary anywhere from 197 to 397. However, the the two that are foundational that I, I recommend that people start off with is called the Soul Profile Reading and Clearing. It takes mm-hmm. a deep look at who you are, what your purpose is, your gifts, uh, your life lessons, all kinds of amazing things about who you, who you are at soul level. And then also, what are those limiting patterns that we were talking about that prevent you from fully stepping into your potential? And that's a massive deep dive into uh, past lives, um, how that's currently affecting you, also your mm-hmm. present life. What are some of those things that you've chosen that are not working for you, that you want to start to make different choices in how you show up? That reading is 397 um, I also, the other foundational reading is called the Sacred Contracts or the, the Path of the Soul Sacred Contracts reading. It's based on the work of Carl Jung and Carolyn Mays. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Carolyn Mays. And after reading her book, Sacred Contracts, I was like, oh, I wonder if I can access 
a person's sacred contracts in the Akashic Records. Because I can access anything in the records as long as I have a frame of reference for it. And Mm -hmm. to my utter delight, I was able to do that. And I've done tons of those readings. It's super awesome. It's the different agreements, sacred agreements that we have at soul level with the different archetypes um, in terms of how we show up. So really, really cool reading. And that one's also 397. Um, So, yeah, so there's different, different levels. And then I also do... Um, programs for people who want to do more of a deep dive and have a three-month experience and, and to go deeper with me on pursuing lots and lots of different aspects of who they are. And that's mm-hmm. a program that I have. That's my signature program called The Embodied Soul. How mm. to feel fully alive, deeply connected to create a life that truly matters. Mm-hmm. And by the time we have that three-month experience together, You'll be walking on sunshine because you will have explored so much about who you are that you'll, you'll definitely be connected into that abundance, purpose, and empowerment. And that's really the nature of the program is I, I spent this past year putting that together. It's the best of the information that I have and, and really taking a person through that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's, that's a program as well. Okay, I'm thinking of the client that I work with, which is the 40 and above woman that's going through divorce, Um, and she's putting her life back together. So probably um, the one that you would recommend for her, because many times when we go through that situation and we're trying to recreate a new life, we totally need to learn how to love ourselves. You know, we've kind of put ourselves in the back of the room yes. and um so when you were would be working with that type of client where would you start i would start with the soul profile reading and clearing um because it connects the person into their their divinity which a mm-hmm. lot of times no one has ever seen us at that level i mean one of the things mm-hmm. my clients say to me is you see me unlike anyone else has ever seen me. Mm. And that really can step into mm-hmm. self-love because I see their, I see them in their highest potential. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. how I see people. And I hold the space for them to step into that for themselves. So that's where I would start because then I also look at, well, what are some of those relationship blocks? I mean, that's all part of those karmic patterns that we carry with us. Mm-hmm. It's so powerful to go and explore that. You know, and gives a lot of insight into, oh, that's why I struggled in my relationship. That's why, mm-hmm. you know, I've struggled with my family or I'm not able to step into my power. Or I feel like I'm holding myself back or why can't I speak up? Why am I passive around this situation? I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many different limiting ways of being that prevent us from, from having the type of relationships that we want. That's all part of mm-hmm. the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do they ever sometime, because, you know, we are very, we are intuitive. We don't sometimes realize how intuitive we are, but uh, do they find that it's almost verification? You get a relief when they go, oh, I was so, I think I'm that way, but this really helps me know I'm that way. Do you ever get that response? All the time, because I'll tell people, I'm not necessarily going to share anything with you that you don't already have a deep knowing of. You may have Mm -hmm. forgotten. You may not Mm -hmm. know that you know. But Mm -hmm. all encoded knowing is a part of who you are. That's your soul. Mm -hmm. 
your soul is is that database so uh yes absolutely people feel affirmed they feel seen they cry they weep mm-hmm. they are reconnected back into their essence and their truth mm-hmm. that's why my business is your sacred truth um mm-hmm. because it is so affirming to put languaging Mm-hmm. these things we already feel and we already know. I'm a person mm. because I have the divine self-expression energy. I'm just giving you languaging so you mm-hmm. can ground it. So you have mm-hmm. something to anchor into so that you now have a knowing, oh, that's what it was. I felt mm-hmm. it, but I didn't quite know how to put that into thought or into physical form. And that's that's how I, I assess. I'm that guide to mm-hmm. help you really connect Mm -hmm. back into the languaging yeah so what are the um i have to ask you this question because i'm I'm kind of jumping from your from your reading to this but why or how do you use adventure travel why are you drawn to that (laughs) and that Um, is totally jumping and yet i don't think it's jumping too much no it's not it's not um, part of our physical life and our experience is, is adventure travel. If, if you look mm-hmm. at what the soul is doing here, we are having an adventure um, and definitely uh, one of travel. And mm-hmm. so for me, why not embody that uh, as part of me living a fully expressed life? So one of the fastest ways that we can shift our vibration is to go and experience another country is to Mm -hmm. be in another world, so to speak. That is Mm -hmm. one of the fastest ways that we can shift into a different level of awareness and consciousness. Mm -hmm. So my husband and I went to go visit Cambodia and Angkor Wat. Um, We Mm -hmm. visited um, Thailand and all the different culture there. Um, We were married in Fiji, but going to visit (laughs) all of these amazing places, you get to see different levels of human consciousness. You get to see how Mm -hmm. other people live. You get to be very deeply connected with all that you have to be grateful for in your life that you otherwise overlook. And travel for Mm -hmm. me helps ground me. It helps keep Mm -hmm. me in the physical experience because part of what I'm working on is because I'm very cerebral. I'm very much an intellectual and I'm in my head a lot. Mm-hmm. When I am brought back into my physical body and I'm present, which I very much am when I travel because I'm in a mm-hmm. new environment, I can't mm-hmm. check out. I can't just go into my head. I have to be, I don't want to say on guard, but I'm very much connected into what's going on around me, what's happening. I'm very present. So the adventure travel piece, it just really helps me with having the human experience. Um, versus being in my mind and letting my thoughts drift and surfing the ethers, it helps Mm -hmm. put me back into the embodiment part, which is very important for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also my, uh, I I love astrology. I'm a student of astrology and, Mm. and um, my moon is in Sagittarius, which is all about travel and the exotic (laughs) adventure. So, Mm -hmm. um, so in visiting some of these countries, do you Uh feel more comfortable in some of them than in others? Do you almost feel like this could have been a past life that I lived or 
is there any experience like that that happens? Yeah. Um, I would say that um, we have something called a uh, creative blueprint for manifesting. It's how we like to create in the physical, and all of us have this. And some mm-hmm. of us work with energy that's very similar to how we are, and some of us like contrast. Mm-hmm. I like similarity energy. I like people who are open, expressive, fully embodied, who mm-hmm. are very loving and nurturing and supportive. And, and I also like nature and don't really love to be in big cities. So when I traveled to Thailand and I was in Bangkok, that was an overwhelming experience for me that I actually didn't love mm-hmm. um, because it wasn't similarity energy. It was contrast. And it threw mm-hmm. me into – you know, billions of thought forms everywhere, and I was overwhelmed <laughs> because I'm a very <laughs> sensitive person. Mm-hmm. I had to go back to the hotel. I was like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's part of the travel is to figure out what works for me and what doesn't. Now, when we would go out to the, the smaller villages and go into more of the rural areas and see the elephants and things like that, that, that was more in keeping with Rebecca mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was yeah. nurturing and supportive. Cambodia, beautiful, beautiful um, country, and to see the Angkor Wat um, was was amazing. However, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I again was very sensitive to the different religions that have come up, come in and conquered the area. How people mm-hmm. have been disempowered over the years um, because each time a ruler would come in, they would basically impart their will on everyone. So I could also sense the level of disempowerment and poverty and lack. And and, and that's, um, like I said, the different levels of consciousness. So I was very sensitive to that. And then the energies that were in the the ancient temples, um, I I could definitely sense that. Um, But I I didn't get a strong, I've lived in this area. I think for me, that's more Europe um, Mm. than than Southeast Asia, but you know, Joel and I would love to go visit Japan and um, some other places. And, and I'm open to, to feeling whether those feel like home to me or they, they don't, um, mm-hmm. you know, that that's all part of the adventure travel is you, you don't quite know what you're stepping into. And um, <laughs> there's a level of excitement for that, you know? Yes. Yes. And it, it, it's so wonderful that you get to share that with your husband. Um, because sometimes traveling, you know, I love to travel as well, but I always travel with a group. And so uh-huh. I'm sure you and your husband sometimes can take out on your own. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know. Some people always we, like to travel in groups. Well, <laughs> we do like, to, he's, bless his heart. Okay, I start with that, and I don't say that to be sarcastic. He's very much an individualist. So he does like to do um, the pioneering of it's just me and you and let's pioneer our way through this. We're actually going to Africa. <laughs> We're going to Africa on safari in July. And I'm super excited about that. It's one of my buckets. Oh, we are going to yeah. be going in group. Okay. We are yeah, going to be growing yeah. in group. Um, so he prefers to do the Rebecca and Joel show where we just figure it out. Um, uh-huh. and he does plan things and he'll bring in tour guides and things like that. I love to do group because, again, my, my soul's purpose is to nurture and support. I love connectedness. Yes. Yes. So for me, I like to do a balance. So he mm. was talked into this African safari because he has absolutely no desire to go to Africa. I have a very oh. strong desire because I love animals. So mm-hmm. he's doing it on my behalf. 
And we are going with his best friend, um, actually two of his best friends and their partners. So I, I think it's going to be wonderful to be in group and have Joel's friends there to nurture and support him um, because it is going to be stepping him outside of his comfort zone. And then for two years in a row, we did a group. We did um, swimming with um, wild dolphins in Bimini, Bahamas. And I was there with a group of people very similar to me who are into transformation and being open-minded and learning how to connect in with the animals. So he was a good, he was a good sport and he went on that and those were both groups and he loved them. He thought it was amazing Mm -hmm. to connect with the people. So we, so we do both. Yeah. Yeah. Now we, we heard about the travel, but what are you planning in your future coming up? What's next for uh, Rebecca? What's next for me is to, to go deeper with um, my signature program of the Embodied Soul and then the Embodied Soul for Business to, to help people, especially if they're in the next chapter or they're in transition, mm-hmm. how not only to learn more about who they are, but how to um, create a, a vehicle to take their work out into the world. That's what a business mm-hmm. is. When we're, not, when mm-hmm. we're an entrepreneur, that that business is a vehicle for our divine self-expression. And I'm very, very committed to getting my work out into the world to assist more people. So um, I'm going to just be stepping into that in greater and greater levels. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what's on the horizon for me, in addition to the adventure travel. But I just, I love the work I do. It's play for me. It's not really work. And yeah. Joel and I were talking about that last night. I love what I do. I have a passion for it. So mm-hmm. just continuing to go deeper with that. Right there is a treasure, isn't it? What? It is. How many um, practitioners are there? Is this a large community? Or it's becoming it, larger. It's yeah. becoming larger. Um, but I think Andrea, it's not as yeah. large as some other things, but... To me, I think it's so specialized that I think it's great. It holds so much information that we can use. And I see it as verification, you know, that of what we innerly know, we inside know. But I just think that's exciting. Yeah, my mentor has certified several thousand people all over the world. So, okay. yeah, that sounds like a lot, but it's it's not when you look at we have 7.5 billion people on the planet, so a couple right. thousand, mm-hmm. you know. But she's one person. There's all kinds of different modalities for accessing the Akashic Records. I happen to be certified in something called soul realignment. But there's many different modalities out there. Um, but I do encourage people, and I've referred a lot of my clients to go become practitioners because they are so oh. amazed with the work. Yeah. Yes, they are so amazed. They're like, I want, I want to do this as a living too. And I'm like, absolutely. I mm-hmm. encourage that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's yeah. wonderful. So that's <laughs> that you inspire people to go on and, and want to take the, do the work. I think that's really It's so powerful. I Mm -hmm. I can't imagine being a coach and not having a tool like the records to know who it is I'm working with. Like it's Mm -hmm. absolutely a requirement for me to know before I even start to coach someone like, who are you? What are you challenged with? What are you working on? Like I have access to all that information before I even have a dialogue with them. Like I I would, 
that's that's huge you know so i can't imagine doing coaching without a tool like that um and and i do recommend that people explore that yeah rebecca we are coming to the close of our hour in our show and i've so enjoyed you've enlightened us with so much information that i encourage my listeners to please go to rebecca's website and touch base with her which is www.yoursacredtruth.com. Send her a message if you're interested in knowing your record and letting her complete that for you. So I have very much appreciated our time together. Um, I've learned a lot, and I know my listeners have. So, Rebecca, thank you so much for being available today. It's just been awesome. Thank you, Joyce, and it has been such an honor to be here and to spend this time with you, and I um, just love the work that you're doing and and how you're empowering women to step into um, the next phase for themselves. So Yeah, um, we're kind of holding hands, aren't we, as we we are this journey for women. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I do appreciate, and I thank you very much for being here with us today. Now. Thank you. As we go forward in our week, I want each of you to think about today's show, to think about how this might enrich your life, and to take a step toward finding out about who you are. I hope your week is full of Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 